Ideally, I, I approach every film as its own world. It involves this dark view of the world and at the same time a, a really uh, vicious sense of humor and also a, 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 a lot of humanity too. Let's just call it quits. We won't call it quits. We'll call it the start. My name is Carter Burwell. I wrote the music for The Banshees of Vanish Heron. So um, Martin McDonough and I have done three or four, <laughs> four films before. He never has to. <laughs> to tell me why something's supposed to be funny or, or sad. You know, Martin and I don't live um, near each other. One of the things I enjoy about working with filmmakers who are also writers, like Martin, the Coen brothers, you know, it's, they, they know what's going, really going on in the story and they can also like express it. We didn't even Zoom or anything like, or I don't think we even used the phone. I think we basically, I would just send him, um, send him what I was writing. He would write back his, uh, feelings about the pieces and um, and that method happens to work perfectly well for us when I read the script it's you know the story is very Irish and I said I don't see any reason why the music wouldn't be Irish and Martin just said no I hate Irish musical scores um, I think he said I hate that deedle dee music I had to think of what it would be if it were not that what happened is one day I was sitting with my uh, my daughter and we were reading uh, Grimm's version of Cinderella. And I started thinking, if I play it more like it's a fairy tale, it also takes us a little bit away from the gruesomeness and I started to look at it in a different, look at the whole story in a different way. And so I started playing with met metallic instruments, in particular celeste, which is a, a keyboard that plays um, bell sounds, and started sending these ideas to Martin and um, and he liked them. There's a set of instruments that I kind of chose for this, this island and for the story. These three main instruments are the celeste, harp, and flute. And they're all, again, for what's a pretty dark story, these are all very, like, pretty, you know, almost childlike uh, instruments. But it's also true that even though these are all um, very light sounds, the tunes are, are not light. The tunes themselves are... Um, very uh, chromatic is the musical word for it. They don't fit into a major or minor key. They're, they're more complicated than they appear at first. And, um, and that's sort of like this movie too. There is a mystery in this island. People do die and you don't know why. And Colin Farrell's character, Peric, he's he is a little bit like a man, a man child. He's got his little, his little miniature uh, donkey that he walks around with. We work with a very strong, small orchestra at, um, at Abbey Road in, in London, we recorded. The music doesn't change a great deal, even as the relationship between Perrick and Colm um, goes downhill. The music begins to instead play ironically. It like reminds you of uh, you know, who Perrick was and makes you feel um, pain for who, who he is now. It's like we're seeing this horrible thing happening, but the music is... Um, not telling us that it's horrible. It steps us back from it a little bit and we see what's going on more metaphorically. But one of the things that music does is it's, in films is it's a sort of a backdoor into the viewer's emotions, right? So without you knowing what's going on, I basically pulled all the strings out and we're just left with the you know, metallophones. I don't want to play 
Perrick at this moment? How much do we want music to pull you into his experience? That's an example of the kind of like how you can turn a knob in a, in a score and say, yeah, more, more warmth, less warmth, more emotion, less emotion.